What's up, guys? How are you? Welcome into the Thursday morning edition of the Daily Juice Podcast. My name is Matt Peralt. This is on bettingpros.com, and we're always being brought to you by BetMGM. And we're back on a Thursday, Thursday night football. Three plays to tell you about coming up tonight. Two prop bets and one side that I'm going to talk about tonight for Seattle at home, taking on the Arizona Cardinals. Before we do that, quick recap of what happened last night. So, a 2 and one game, or two a two-in-one night for us, rather. So we get the Western Michigan Central game completely right. We got the over in a laugher. Awesome. We got Western in a pretty easy pick situation where they were up big. They wind up winning by eight. So 2-0 and in that game. And then Ball State just, well, they kind of puked all over themselves in the second half. They're up by 14. They let Northern come back. And unfortunately, they do not cover that 14.5 point spread. So not great. Don't love it. I expected more out of Ball State, but a 2-1 night nonetheless. Half a unit plays on those plays, so we're up a little bit, you know, 0.4 units. And I was up a little bit more because I went in and I tried to do something a little bit different than I normally have done. So I've been talking to a couple of friends of mine who in-game wager, and you guys have been asking me, like, what are different ways about in-game wagering? So I tried to jump on a steam run, and what Everybody has their own names for this. But what I did last night during that game, we saw 21 points get scored in the first eight minutes of that game. So the total was 59 and a half. When you get 21 points right there, you know that the in-game wagering number is going to be pretty crazy. So I bet 79 and a half in that hit. Then 90 and a half was up. I bet that too. And that hit. So I kind of was going, I don't know about that, but it hit. So what I did was I put a quarter unit down on the first in-game wager and then put half of that, so like, you know, 0.15 unit down on the second one. But I hit them all. (laughs) And and maybe I'll be more aggressive next time, but that's something to look at for in-game wagering where maybe if it does look like, okay, the over is going to hit for sure, maybe you start, don't play full unit. So like if it's a half a unit play, come in with a quarter. If it's a full unit play, come in with a half a unit. So you don't want to put yourself in a position where you lose the initial wager or you wind up flat. You always want to wait. You always want to end up, you're up, right? So just for fun, if, if it's $100, you would bet 50 because you know you're going to win $95 on the first bet. So now you're betting with their money, if you will. You know, you know you're good. So let's bet another 50. You hit it again. In this scenario, you would bet $25 on the third bet and so on, right? So you just keep on betting until maybe you lose. So that was a situation where it was just points and points and points. And this happens a lot more in college football than it does in NFL football. But it is a way of chasing the number. And can you get caught? Absolutely. But I wound up I wound up making up for pretty much the entire bet that we lost on Ball State doing that. So for me, it was a pretty good night. I wound up basically up a unit last night from doing exactly that. So maybe that's just a one way of using. Just you know, if you see a steam movement, if we're you know getting it, if we're gonna nail it here with the over, and it's just kind of like a waterfall of points and points and points. You jump on it, and then every couple of, you know, the way the books in Vegas have been doing it is that during commercial breaks, they'll reset the number, and then you can just, you know, if you like it, you just keep on betting it. So that's what I did last night. So it was good. I enjoyed it. I mean, I'll take a night like that anytime. We wind up for the last two weeks, 7-2 and two on the Maction midweek games. Unfortunately, that's it. <laughs> no more Maction. Kind of a bummer, right? <laughs> no more Maction 
for the week during the week, but we still have games on Saturday. But no, no standalone, standalone college basketball games. Hopefully, knock on wood for COVID, but hopefully we have college basketball taking its place coming up next week. If you bet the NBA draft, I hope you did well with it. Uh, nobody in Vegas booked the NBA draft. It was not approved by the Nevada Gaming Control Board. So if you guys had the option of gamble on it, congratulations. We are still stuck behind. Incredibly, here in Vegas, we just don't have what everybody else has. And it's frustrating, but uh, not that I would have bet on it, but there was a couple of wagers. Darren Rovell tweeted out about a guy who bet about 950 bucks on one of the plays that won 30000 and if you want to know why the books in Vegas don't book the NBA draft, that's why. Because it was clear that there was some insider information or he got tipped off or something uh, that led to this gambler taking a flyer for 900 bucks on a bet that paid off you know, $30,000. So that's why Nevada is very scared of anybody having a leg up, anybody having insider information, and the sports books get caught with their pants down, and that's why they don't allow the books, or the books don't really want to, they don't push for it, to be able to book the NBA draft. Like I mentioned last night, we're only about three years into the NFL draft being legalized to be bet on here in Las Vegas. So not great, but if you bet on it last night, hopefully you guys hit, and hopefully you did well. Uh, a couple things. First, um, parlays. <laughs> so a couple of you guys have been sending me questions either through DM or through uh, on Twitter, and you're like, Matt, hey, you know, I need Ball State to cover here. I got a three-team parlay going. Can we, you OG Daily Juice guys know what I'm going to say here, but if you're new, okay, parlaying doesn't pay. Let me say it again. Parlaying doesn't pay. I know it's fun to bet 10, 10 bucks to win 100. I know it's fun to bet 20 bucks to win 500. I get all of that, okay? But that's not how you win. That's not how you stay, stay solvent. That's not how you, you, you handle your bankroll, right? We're going slow and steady, okay? We're the tortoise. If you want to be the rabbit, go ahead. But the rabbit gets his head cut off way too often in this game. Okay, be the tortoise, slow and steady. Okay, methodical every night. Just look, if we went two and one every single night, things would be good. (laughs) I'm serious. Two and one every night, just brick by brick, just one step at a time. Right. How do you walk a thousand miles one step at a time? Right. How do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? It's not fun to do it that way. I get it. It's You can't brag to your friends and you're not getting a DraftKings tweet saying, look what this better did with his 10-leg parlay. He turned $25 into 25000 Amazingly enough. Right? No. Okay? It just doesn't work. Long term, it doesn't work. So if last night you parlayed my three bets together last night, what the hell are you doing? Okay? What the hell are you doing? Do not parlay any of my plays together. Don't do it. Because you're sitting as a loser this morning. As you're listening to this, you lost last night. If you bet 50 bucks on a three-leg parlay on all three of my plays, and you think, oh, man, if I bet, if Matt goes 3-0, and man, that 50 bucks is going to turn into 200. This is awesome. Okay? Rather than saying, all right, I bet 50 bucks on three games, and I won two, and I lost one. So... 
depending on the odds that you wound up paying, but you're thinking to yourself, okay, so you're up 0.4 units, 40 bucks, whatever it might be. Is it better, let me ask you, is it better to be up 40 bucks or down 50? Which one is it? Which one do you, which one, which situation do you feel better? Which one do you feel more happy about? Do you want to be up 40 bucks or down 50? So stop it. Stop parlaying and then stop coming to me and talking to me about it saying, I've got this parlay. Should I do this? Should I do that? I'm going to stop answering the question because it's bothering me because you're not doing what I'm telling you to do. So that's fine. You don't have to, but then don't come and ask for my advice if you're not going to do what I'm telling you to do. Don't parlay. All right. I, 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 we thought about daily juice t-shirts, like what I want to tell the betting pros guys, don't parlay like front and center daily juice. Don't parlay. Don't parlay. Okay. I can't stretch it enough. Do not parlay. And secondly, you know, a lot of you are having conversations and questions to me about units and how much you should be betting and, you know, whether or not it's smart to go and double up. Look again, just to reiterate, okay. Your one unit should be 5% of what your bankroll is. If you don't have a bankroll, establish one. If you are new, take $100 if you can afford it, okay? That should be your bankroll, $100. $5 is 5% of your bankroll. So your one unit is $5. Now, some books won't let you bet 250 for a half a unit, but most, I think, will take 250 That's your half a unit, okay? 250 and then you add zeros from there, okay? However big, $100, $1,000, $10,000, whatever it might be, right? So you establish that, and then we do flat wagering. One question was asked, Matt, you really liked that bet with Western. I, I thought, man, it was great value. It flipped the, the steam on the Broncos, and they won in a laugher. I doubled up, and I put two units down on it. How cool is that? Well, yeah, I'm happy for you. But what happens if I was wrong? What happens if I got the over right in the Ball State game right and the Western game wrong? Then you're down two units. So what I'm what I tell when I'm telling you to flat wager, what I'm telling you to do is play defense for the inevitable. What the inevitable is is losing. Losing is the inevitability in this. Okay, we already put $110 down to their hundred. We're already at a disadvantage right from the get go. Even in the best of circumstances, we're already at a disadvantage, okay? So for that very reason, that's why flat wagering makes more sense. So great. I'm glad that if you doubled up or tripled up or whatever, but it's your bankroll. It's your business. I'm just telling you, don't do it. Better to flat wager. You don't have to subscribe to it, but it's to play defense for the inevitable, which is going to be a one in five day which will come at some point, okay? We're going to have them. We're going to have a 2-7 and seven day. We're going to have a 3-14 and 14 week. We've had those. If you've been listening to the Daily Juice, you know, right? So sure, it's great when you get Dustin Johnson plus 850, and it's great when you're winning games during the week with the Mac, and it's great when you're getting you know college and pro games correct. But <laughs> this is hard, like I've said over and over again. This is hard. All right, for you guys who want to get a BetMGM account, if you haven't gotten one yet, great offer tonight on Thursday Night Football, $1.00. On the money line, Cardinals or the Seahawks. $1 money line will win $100 in free wagers if either team scores a touchdown tonight on Thursday night football. Use that promo code JUICE100 when you sign up and bet $1, Cardinals or the Seahawks, 
and you will win $100 in free bets from BetMGM if either team scores a touchdown. Go to BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older and physically located in Tennessee, Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, or West Virginia. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, 100-GAMBLER in New Jersey and West Virginia, or 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. Let's talk about the Seahawks and the Cardinals. Minus three for the Seattle Seahawks, who are at, are at home against the Arizona Cardinals. Now, these two teams played earlier in the season. And people have been talking a lot about the fact that Seattle's defense is simply awful. And I will concur. Seattle's defense has been really, really bad. And it's been somewhat of an eye-opener when we look at this. And you're like, hmm, what's going to happen here for the rest of the year for this Russell Wilson we're going to let Russ cook, right? This is the whole thing. Let Russ cook. Well, look, their offense is really, really good. If you look at pro football focus, the highest graded offenses in the NFL right now, Seattle is graded at 85. That's number one. The Packers are number two, 84.7. The Vikings are number three at 84.3, okay? Their offense has been really, really good. Yet these last three games, they've not played well. And it's caused a lot of people to start to freak out a little bit because Russell Wilson's campaign to win an MVP has been derailed pretty badly. And if you look at the fact that they could have lost to the Patriots at home, you had that one play at the goal line for Cam Newton. They had that tough game against the Cowboys where they only won that game by seven. They had a, a nail-biter against the Vikings where they won the game 27-21. to They lost on the road at the Cardinals in that crazy, ridiculous Sunday game that was moved to Sunday Night Football that 37-34 game that was just a, a wow overtime thriller, you start to wonder a little bit about this team as to where this team is. Now, they're coming off of their third straight loss, or sorry, second straight loss, third in four games, and they looked okay offensively against the Rams, but not great on the road. Back-to-back -back road games, back-to-back -back road losses, 23-16. to I think the defense took a big step forward last week, however. I think they started to figure things out. And I think this defense at home is going to be benefiting from the weather. It's going to be cold. It's going to be wet and rainy. That field has been taking water all week. It has been raining all week in Seattle. It's a primetime game on a short week following a ridiculous, emotional, crazy win just a couple of days ago for the Seattle, sorry, for the Arizona Cardinals. And now they're going into a hornet's nest, and I know there's no fans there, but it's still going to be a hornet's nest, in my opinion. Now, against the spread, both these two teams are 5-4 and four on the year, but Seattle 3-1 and one at home against the spread so far this season. Last two games, both at home for the Cardinals, they failed to cover. They were favored by 6 against Miami, and they lost by 3. They were favored by 3 against the Buffalo Bills, and they won by 2. Hail Mary, should have lost the game, gave up that late touchdown to Stephon Diggs, should have cost them, should have lost it, but it didn't happen, so they won it, miracle, but now they go up against the Seahawks and a really angry team. I like the Seahawks here, laying just three points at home, I'm going to take the home favorites, weather in their favor, I think this is a tough game for this entire Cardinals team to go on the road. And I expect that defense to get torched coming up. I expect a big game from Russell Wilson. 
Although my prop bet might surprise you, I do think they're going to run the ball a little bit more than people think. I think they're going to try a bunch of different ways because I don't think we're going to see a whole lot of offense from either team here. So minus three, we're going minus three on the Seattle Seahawks for play number one at one full unit. The second, second, or two prop bets, second bet, two prop bets, both at .25 units. Let's start with with Russell Wilson. Under 315.5 yards passing on at DraftKings. If you go to our player prop cheat sheet off bettingpros.com, the number two prop bet right now is Russell Wilson being projected for 300.6 yards. I got it at 315.5, 15.5 yards of value there. We're going under Russell Wilson because I don't think the I don't think this offense wants to be just a pass happy predicated entirely on Russell Wilson throwing the football. I think they want some balance. I think they want to try to find some guys to run the football. Carlos Hyde's coming back. Chris Carson's questionable for this game, but I think Russ may be in the run game a little bit, and I think the passing attack might be a little conservative here. I don't think they're going to go big plays. I think the defense for the Cardinals is a little bit, not suspect, but not great. I think under 315.5 yards passing because of the weather, we're going to go under Russell Wilson, 315.5 yards. That's a lot of yards for a quarterback. We're going under at .25 units. And on the other side, I thought about play betting the anytime touchdown for Kyler Murray. That's been very profitable. I've been betting that consistently. I haven't been giving that out every week on the podcast, but it's been hitting consistently. You want to bet that, that's fine. DraftKings has it at minus 155 for Murray anytime touchdown. Uh, the folks at BetMGM have figured it out. It's minus 225 on the juice for Kyler Murray anytime touchdown. To give you a little bit of an idea as to where the books are on that, they don't like that at all. They're trying to get everybody off that. But if you want to go to DraftKings and lay the minus 155, that's not bad for Kyler Murray. But the official play for the podcast is over Kenyon Drake rushing yards at 47 and a half. I think he has a pretty decent night running the football here. And I think this defense gives up some rushing yards for the Seattle Seahawks. I think Drake will get a pretty good dose of running it in the weather, in the in the muck, if you will. And, you know, Arizona's pretty good at running the football, thanks to Kyler Murray, but they're pretty good at rushing the football. So, Kenyon Drake, over 47.5 yards rushing at minus 118. Uh, that is also at DraftKings. So, for the three plays, 1.5 units in play, Seattle minus three at a full unit, taking the Seahawks to win and cover at home. Russ under 315.5 yards passing for .25 units, and Drake over 47.5 yards rushing at minus 118. Kenyon Drake rushing for the Arizona Cardinals at .25 units. Those are the plays for Thursday. I'm Matt Peralt. Follow me on Twitter, at Sports Talk Matt. Every week, every day, it's the Daily Juice Podcast of BettingPros.com, presented by BetMGM.